6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Well, Edmonton has a fascinating history. And if you're looking to find out more about it, this might be for you. The Edmonton Queer History Project first launched as an art gallery exhibit about uh, seven years ago. It was about 2015. But since then, it has really evolved into an interactive website that includes maps, a walking tour, and there's even a podcast, all highlighting the people, the places, and the moments that made this city's queer history. Our next guests play a big role in the project. Dr. Christopher Wells is the Canada Research Chair for the Public Understanding of Sexual and Gender Minority Youth at McEwen University. And Darren Hagen is the Edmonton-based playwright, writer, composer, director, you name it, he does it. He's a performer as well and he is the host of the podcast. Chris, Darren, welcome to the show. Good afternoon. It's nice to Hi. have you. Nice to have you here. Listen, let's uh, let's start with you, Chris. How special was it to be in the uh, Michael Fair Park yesterday? Yesterday to celebrate the next steps in this project. Oh, it was really the the perfect spot because so much of Edmonton's queer history has started around Michael's uh, kitchen table. So it's no mistake that the first stop on the map and the walking tours uh, begin at um, Michael Fair Park. It was it was a cold morning, but uh, full of warm hearts. You know, when we talk about uh, Michael Fair, of course, former uh, city councilor, uh, but you talk about one of the people uh, in 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 this community that. We live in that has had such an impact on the queer history of of Edmonton, and then there's a uh, Delwyn Vreen, of, of course, their activism, their their strength, their commitment to change, really led to some huge groundbreaking moments, uh, really changing moments for the LGBTQ two plus community in Edmonton, in Alberta, and right across the country. Darren, I mean, I, I don't think a lot of people realize that that a lot of this happened right here in Edmonton. I think everybody gets used to seeing Edmonton as one kind of city without realizing how many layers of stories yeah. and histories there are. And there's been a lot of communities that have been very underrepresented in the history, as it's been told, uh, for the past, you know, 100 so years. So it's it's refreshing and important to be able to sort of highlight the contributions that, uh, in this case, the LGBTQ2S plus community has brought to this city because we have had a lasting Im- impact. And there are individuals who have put their lives on the line and sacrificed Mm-hmm. lots to make sure that other people had human rights and equality. You know, um, uh, Chris, uh, Darren just touched on, on some of the importance, why this is so important of this project. you want to add to that at all? Your thoughts on why this is important? Well, this is often a, a hidden history, one that uh, doesn't get included in our in our textbooks or when we uh, you know, talk about uh, the city of Edmonton. It's it's not too often that this uh, these, these events or these happenings uh, uh, are shared. So we really want through, want to, through this project, is to make that uh, invisible history visible and something we can be proud of uh, as Edmontonians. Darren, you're the, the host of the podcast uh, that yes, goes along right. with this. It's called From Here to Queer. How much fun has this been for you? And I'm curious to know what you have learned through all of this. Well, I, I wrote in the blurb uh, the, to intro the piece, I thought I knew everything there was to know about Michael Fair. <laughs> and then we sat down and chatted for two days. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, that, that man's recall is amazing. And also, his energy and mm-hmm. spirit and commitment 
like to activism and to changing the world. I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even sure how old he is, older than me. I don't think he'll mind me saying that, <laughs> even though he's probably at home listening and just gnashing his teeth. Um, but uh, but uh, his recall is amazing, and I got to say, even at his age, he is still committed to changing the world around him, and that's inspiring to say the least and chris is right if there ever is a an edmonton queer history museum that michael fair's dining room table has to be exhibit a because it's literally that we and we sat at that table to do the interview so it was kind of being in the center of history uh, as it was sort of unfolding oh the stories that that table could tell i'm sure uh, the totally. website <laughs> is edmontonqueerhistoryproject.ca i spent some time on the on the on the website today and and i love how interactive this is because you you look at you look at different places that are listed on on the website and you click and go okay well what's the history here what's the history here and you learn well for for a lot of folks you learn something every time Chris the same question to you what have you learned through all of this well I've learned so much about uh, the remarkable courage uh, the resilience of, of the people who fought for recognition visibility um, you know voice and uh, the rights and privileges that uh, we get to uh, enjoy today. Um, we, we wrote a lot of uh, the history through uh, laughter, through through anger, and uh, through through tears. Just many, 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 many tears. Recognizing the uh, you know the the, the monumental effort um, just to be visible that that mm -hmm. took uh, in Edmonton in the past. Yeah, you, you, you know, I think back uh, just in the time that I've been here in this city. You know. Uh, at one point, the city refusing to proclaim uh, Gay Pride Day and, and how that has changed over the years. And you take a look at the Pisces Bathhouse uh, raids, you know, decades ago and what that led to. The work that went into the history aspect of this um, to to get those blurbs, to make sure that the, the correct story is out there. You said it, it took a long time, laughter, tears. But when we talk about the history aspect of this, give us an idea of how much work went into that. Well, it's been years in the making, and, and we have a, a, a large team of community folks and, and researchers and, and students who've, who've been involved. We've been digging through archives mm -hmm. and hundreds of pages of police records and, and court records, community newspapers. You know, we've asked people to open up their, their own closets, pun intended there, <laughs> uh, to uh, you know, bring forward <laughs> photographs and, and stories so that uh, you know, we could not only uh, share this important history, but we could preserve it for future generations. Yeah, you know what, Chris, give us an idea of McEwen University's involvement with this project. Yeah, uh, it, uh, partly as uh, my work at McEwen and, and the Canada Research Chair that I hold, um, we were able to get some additional community funding from the Story Community Foundation and the Edmonton uh, Heritage Council to um, ensure that this uh, work would be uh, not sitting in a book or uh, a research paper, but out in the public to make it uh, accessible and to make it free and, and widely uh, available. Uh, there, there's so much to share and there's still so much uh, yet mm -hmm. to do. So we're, we're grateful for uh, the support of the university. Darren, what's next uh, on the podcast? Oh, well, I don't know if I'm allowed to tell yet, but we do have a really good guest for the next one that Chris has uh, alerted me to, so I'm quite excited about that. It'll be my first time interviewing this person, mm. so um, <laughs> I don't know what I'm allowed to say yet or not. It's okay. Uh, it's but okay. I, did, I did want to say that being there for the, uh, when Chris was up, sort of, you know, introducing the, yeah. the, uh, the project to the crowd in a very, very cold morning air, um, I, I got to say, I, it, was very, it was a very moving moment, and, and my first t uh, dip into the Edmonton queer history was when I wrote my book 25 years ago, The Edmonton Queen, 
And I thought I was, you know, it's easy to get pretty jaded about this work that you do, even though you, you know, you work through tears and stuff. But I got to say, sometimes you need to see the reactions mm -hmm. and, of the people around you. Then you see the work that you are doing reflected in other people's eyes, and you realize the significance of the impact that it's going to have. And that was a really moving moment. Darren, that book 25 years ago? Can you believe it? No. I know I don't look that old. No, but. nowhere near. None of us do. Come on. <laughs> uh, Chris, uh, last question. What's next for the project? Well, we 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 keep uh, we keep uh, digging, and um, we're looking at hopefully expanding the project to include more locations and and maps. And uh, we're in conversation with uh, the city of Edmonton around making uh, queer heritage place markers, mm. um, heritage signs in front of these initial 27 locations, so that when you're walking the streets of Edmonton, you can know queer history happened here. Wonderful, Dr. Christopher Wells joining me this afternoon along with Darren Hagen. Thank you both so much for this and for your ongoing, um, your work, your efforts into making sure that this this part of Edmonton's history, this important part of Edmonton's history is documented. Thank you for this. Thanks very Real, much. Take care. Real pleasure. And, and for the Oiler fans that are that are tuning in, uh, make sure you go to the website because there's some Edmonton Oiler queer history on there as well. Okay. There you go. And i, I got to say, I've never been squeezed in between two Oiler updates before in my life, so this is a first. <laughs> <laughs> We're oh, everywhere, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Christopher and Darren, we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you for joining me.